0: hello and welcome back to witch fix i'm here to talk about volumes two and three of coffin hill there was a previous episode where i discussed volume one and said that i was interested in getting the follow-up volumes uh, but i've been finding them quite expensive everywhere that i looked i recently managed to track down copies of them that were about four pound each and they came from germany but were in english which was pleasant surprise and I decided to put them both together into this episode because I didn't really think there was a lot of stuff in them to discuss in episodes separately and also because quite a lot of the story elements flow from volume two to volume three in a way that they don't from volume one so volume one was its own sort of self-contained story it was about the main character Eve Coffin returning to her childhood home on Coffin Hill and dealing with an evil entity that she and her friends had awoken years before and at the end of that volume she was arrested for a murder and it was a murder of a guy whose name I did not remember hearing and I don't think he was featured in volume one so that was quite confusing and it was confusion that took me into volume two because even though I had just previously read volume one like a week before I had trouble finding out, like working out which characters were which. And unfortunately, that was mainly because their design was eerily similar. Uh, So volume two cuts back and forth between Eve Coffin in the year of the Ice Fisher murders. So in like 2012, when she was tracking down the Ice Fisher and also now in modern times when she is in prison for a murder of a fellow police officer, which took place in 2012. And also there's some stuff going on at Coffin Hill with some sister witches of her friends who died in Volume 1. Now, it was those characters that I had trouble telling apart because between comics, uh, I think one hadn't been seen in Volume 1 and one looked very different, but was basically drawn exactly like Mel from Volume 1, who is Eve's friend from childhood. And she is Mel's sister, so I guess it makes sense for there to be some similarities but yeah the the appearances of characters is probably my main bugbear with the series eve is quite distinctive um because she has one eye that's a weird color um and so are some of the characters for example there is only one black guy so it's pretty easy to work out which character he is but a lot of the other characters are just generic looking white dude with blonde hair which isn't extremely helpful And her friends in the first comic who died were girl with weird coloured mohawk and girl with long blonde hair. And it took me a while to work out who was who in terms of the younger witches, because they also have weird coloured mohawk and long blonde hair. The main plot of Volume 2, which is called Dark Endeavours, is to one, tell us what happened when Eve was hunting the Ice Fisher killer, when she was originally a police officer, and to kind of cover what happened and how she ended up getting shot and how she ended up not being a cop anymore, and also, most importantly, how she ended up being accused of murder. And then there's like a side plot where uh, there is a witch hunter in town looking for the remnants of witches practising in Coffin Hill, um, and... And Nate who was the police chief in volume one is kind of going through some stuff I think to do with the fact that his girlfriend was kind of possessed so he had to kill her and also that Eve is now in prison so he's kind of going through some alcoholism issues and also his brother who he really hates and nearly beat to death in volume one has turned up again to cause problems. We are also introduced to a new character who again has quite a nice different appearance to quite a lot of the other characters which was quite nice because that's just how you tell people apart guys she is the ghost of the original witch of coffin hill the one who was hanged and the one who seems to have laid quite a hefty curse upon the house her own family and is doing quite a lot of bad things and that is generally the plot that takes us into volume three is the plot to do with what she's doing and what her plans are what she has done in the past and what she plans to do in the future overall i quite liked volume two although it was plagued with my difficulties in telling characters apart and not being able to remember their names um they usually there are sort of clues put into texts in other comics about like oh hey you're bob steve's brother there isn't a lot of that in this so if you have just read volume one and go into this one you may able to avoid some of the confusion but again i was not maybe i'm just thick but i did quite like the story the whole eve being in prison thing the introduction to emma coffin who is the original coffin witch and the ideas of like how eve went about pursuing the ice fisher killer although it was quite obvious who the ice fisher killer was going to turn out to be no spoilers but you will see it coming a mile off Um, it wasn't necessarily played as like a surprise, it was more to do with the fact of how that realisation came about and then what happened immediately afterwards, which was kind of the point of the story. So Volume 2 was quite enjoyable and I went straight into Volume 3 because I didn't want to be confused. Like Volume 1, Volume 2 does end with a sort of comic short, which is um, not related to the main plot overtly and does take place in the past this one is called the killing floor it was quite a cool little story it's basically about a kind of manson family-esque group in a van in the 1970s who plan a home invasion murder but the home that they are invading already has a murderer in it a lady who has killed her entire family Uh, she then like destroys them in quite gruesome ways and at the end you see eve coffin's ancestor emma coffin the coffin witch Uh, sitting there and she has basically compelled this woman to kill her whole family and these home invaders and obviously that's going to have ramifications and sort of important things going into volume three which is called haunted houses volume three again introduces some new characters including a new black guy but he has glasses so you can tell him apart from other black guy basically um every character in this you just have to kind of focus on the one thing that makes them different for instance there is lady police officer who is not eve black guy with glasses black guy without glasses uh, blonde-haired guy who is alive instead of blonde-haired guy who is dead it's just very like tokenistic in how you tell people apart like Nate is only guy with long black hair so i guess we always know who Nate is but quite a lot of the murderers because there are a number of murderers in the story look very similar to each other and the long blonde haired girl characters basically all look the same which is never going to stop annoying me essentially the flashbacks in this one deal with eve's mother's time in a mental asylum because um she tried to kill herself Uh, trigger warnings for that and she met a girl who was imprisoned there because she had killed her whole family And there are mysteries about what is happening in this town because a number of houses seem to have been afflicted by the same curse or spell, which makes a child, a young member of the family, kill their parents and everyone else who lives there because the coffin witch told them to. And that kind of reminded me a little bit of the plot of the movie Sinister, where it's like a demon inhabits a child and then they kill their whole family in a really awful way. Um... Unfortunately Ethan Hawke was not in this because I mean he has a fairly distinctive face and I would have been able to tell him apart from everybody else. Basically this book deals with the digging up of the Coffin Hill curse and what the Coffin Hill Witch has been doing for all these years. There's a lot of police investigation stuff because of all the murders and stuff. And actual mystery hunting by cop who is a woman who is not Eve. But there's also a lot of quite witchy stuff because Eve sees ghosts and is going into the house and into like a separate dimension that exists within the house where a lot of dead characters come back to life and things like that. So that's a little bit confusing. I find some elements of the storytelling of these quite confusing, mostly when it gets into witchy curse stuff, which is a shame because that is the element of the story that I'm super interested in. But the actual police investigation stuff is quite cool. And there was actually a twist at the end of this one that I did not see coming. And it was a good way to round out the three issues and finish off the story. It all kind of ends well and it wraps up most of the plot that has been going on since volume one. Again, I do find some elements of it a bit confusing. Like sometimes you're left thinking, well, I mean, why is that happening? Why would that character do this? But I mean, those are things that you can kind of skate past for the most part. They're not massively important. In terms of the main character, Eve is the most recent generation of the coffin, which in books two and three, she actually does a lot more magic than she did in volume one. And you see her doing more spells and rituals. There's also some quite nice talk of magic and about how it works and what it does this is more apparent in book two she does quite a lot of magic in the flashbacks to try and catch the ice fisher killer and halfway through that case realizes that the ice fisher killer is also a witch or magic user so it's kind of witch versus witch uh, fighting on two levels like in the mundane world and also in the spiritual realm which is again really fascinating and really why i quite enjoyed the series is that it had elements of that The spells that she does, um, she makes like a potion so that she can tell if people are lying and also uses a blood sample that has been stolen from the forensic lab to try and trace down the killer. Various things like that, which again ring quite similar to things that you might do in like modern paganism. What I really enjoyed was the kind of look at what made her a witch and basically in the flashback she's trying to avoid her heritage after that horrible incident from book one where she got most of her friends killed and she's talking about how the pursuit of power has corrupted the person who is the ice fisher killer but also how she could end up in that state because what she's basically practicing delves into a dark place and the more she uses it and the more powerful she wants to be to accomplish the things that she's trying to do the further she has to give herself over to that dark side and that i found quite interesting and explained quite a lot about the character which i would have liked to have known in volume one but by the end of the third book I was kind of rooting for Eve and quite enjoyed her as a character because she came across as less like a moody stroppy adolescent and more like someone who was being pulled in many directions and who was trying to be a lot of things and trying to do her best but kind of made a lot of mistakes along the way. I definitely still recommend picking up volume one If you don't particularly like volume one, I would say put it to one side and read it six months down the line, because on second reading, you will probably understand it a lot more. I'm going to do the same with volumes two and three, because I'm still not entirely sure about a lot of stuff that happened in them. But I definitely enjoyed getting to the parts that I did understand. So I'm going to give them a second read and see if I can on second reading tell the characters apart more but definitely don't spend huge amounts of money on these i don't think they're necessarily worth a huge amount um in terms of witchy content there is quite a lot there but a lot of it is like quite dark and demony. so if that's not your thing don't invest heavily in it but also because people are selling these for like silly money like 20 pounds online whereas like The actual cover price of them was only ever $14, so it's not really worth that much. But yeah, definitely get hold of at least Volume 1, give it a try, and it'll definitely give you some witch fulfilment over Volumes 1 to 3. I hope you've enjoyed this review. Do get in touch and let me know what you think of the Coffin Hill series if you've read it, and if you can recommend anything similar, because I would quite like to... Give that a go, whatever it may be. And you can get in touch in the usual ways on Twitter, which is at WitchFix, or via email, which is witchfixpodcast at gmail.com. And I hope to see you in the next review. Bye!